Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's devotional. We've been studying the life of Jonah, as found in the book of Jonah. And yesterday, we talked a little bit about Jonah's reaction to God repenting, more or less, of destroying the city of Nineveh. God was going to destroy it because of their sin. Nineveh was an awful place full of wicked people that did terrible things, but they repented of their sins. And so God decided, you know what? I'm not going to destroy them like I said I would because they said they were sorry. Well, this infuriated Jonah. He hated the Ninevites. He wanted them to die, and he could not wrap his brain around why God would spare them. I mean, surely one quick prayer of repentance does not erase hundreds of years of violent, oppressive military conquest all around the Middle East. Jonah goes up a hillside to think on this and to look and see, maybe God will change his mind. Maybe he'll kill them anyway. Whoa. So for us as Christians, right, uh, that seems harsh. Jonah, why are you so down on these Ninevites? What is so hard to understand about God being a forgiving God? Well, in Jonah's defense, he's in the Old Testament and all he had access to was the law, right? And the law is pretty clear about what's supposed to happen to your enemies, right? The law says, love your neighbor, hate your enemy. The law says, an eye for an eye. If someone, someone through an evil act costs another person their eye, then his eye must be taken. A hand for a hand, tooth for a tooth, right? The law is very clear that when someone does evil, evil will be done unto them. That's justice. Then along comes the Ninevites, who out of everybody in the Bible, deserve God's justice to be executed against them, and it isn't. Jonah doesn't get it. Fortunately, we have a little more uh, to draw upon than Jonah did. We've got Christ and what he taught us about taking care of uh, our enemies and how we deal with people that oppress and hurt us. And so we're actually going to look in the book of Matthew and give a little more context of this idea of how a God of justice can choose not to destroy the city of Nineveh. So if you have your Bible, let's open to Matthew chapter 5. Uh, we're going to start in verse 43. You've heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good. And he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are only kind to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. All right, a lot to unpack there. Jesus is giving some expanded theology, some expanded teaching on what the law originally said about how we treat our enemies. He says, love them, bless them, pray for them. This is hard. (laughs) 
I mean, think about Jonah's position. The people of Nineveh were constantly raiding uh, Israel. They were sending in these war parties. They'd cross a border. They'd come over. They'd kill a bunch of people. They'd steal a bunch of stuff. They'd burn some things down and then head back home. The people of Israel have been dealing with harassment from the nation of Assyria for a long time. And Assyria had a bad reputation all around the world for their brutality and their violence uh, as they went on these military conquests. And there's really nothing anybody in the world could do to stand up to them. They were more technologically advanced than everyone else. And so Jonah now finally sees an opportunity for God to do the right thing, for justice to finally prevail. And it doesn't go down the way he wants. I have sympathy for Jonah. I'd be upset too. I would want to see God defend his people. I mean, how many times in the Old Testament do we see God wiping out armies or destroying nations and we're, they're the bad guys in the story, right? So we cheer for that. But then for these guys, he doesn't. They repent and he relents. How do we reconcile the way we feel about justice and the way Jesus tells us we are to act towards our enemies. Well, we've got the law, right? We know what the law says is what the law says. And God wasn't wrong when he said that in the Old Testament. But I think for us, for Christians, we've got to keep in mind that when the Bible talks about enemies of God, enemies of God's people, he's not just talking about war bands from the Old Testament. He's also talking about you and me. I was born an enemy of God. You were born an enemy of God. And yet, Christ in his mercy didn't destroy us. In fact, he took our place and was destroyed when it should have been us. He went to the cross and died for a bunch of people that didn't know him, didn't care about him. What does that mean for how I treat my enemies then? And granted, my enemies are not marauding bands of, of guys on horseback with swords. My enemies are uh, bureaucrats in the government that frustrate my plans or people that aggravate me uh, in line at Walmart or people that make bad driving decisions. Right? I mean, I don't have many enemies, but even that can be a struggle to love them in the way that Jesus is talking. But if Christ could love me enough to go to the cross when I didn't deserve it, when I was his enemy, can I not show compassion to those who I regard as my enemies? I mean, Jesus even says, if you're only good to people that are good to you, only love people that love you, you're no different than anyone else. And he's called us to be different, not just different. What does he say in the last line of that passage? You are to be perfect just like God is perfect. Holy cow. Jesus is connecting the way I regard my enemies with being made perfect like God is perfect. If there was ever a way for me to measure, man, how close am I to perfection in my holiness? How close am I in perfection to my walk with the Lord? Jesus lays it out right here. Here's how you measure your level of holiness and perfection. Right here, how do you respond to people that hurt you, bother you, frustrate you? If we're Jesus, 
we die for them anyway. We do all we can to make sure they have all they need to be who God called them to be. And the further away I feel from that, when I get cut off in traffic or frustrated at somebody who's not doing what I want them to do or mad at my spouse or whatever, that's how far away I am from perfection, how far away I am from Christ-likeness. It's heavy and it's tough, and I never want to minimize what you've gone through because I'm sure, I mean, all of us have had people that have done terrible things to us. And some TV preacher on YouTube doesn't need to be telling you, hey, just forgive them and love them like Jesus. I mean, that's, that's reductive. But as people who have received mercy from Christ, I think all we can do is extend that same mercy to others. Joan didn't learn that lesson, but hopefully we can. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we love you, and we thank you so much for your mercy that you have shown to us that you loved your enemies, that you were good to those who cursed you, that you were a blessing to those who used you and neglected you. God, I thank you that you did not leave us where we were, but you rescued us. God, I pray that we would have the same compassion for our enemies that you had for us. God, I pray that you help us to be people who forgive. Help us to be people who release our hurt and our offense and allow the truth of the gospel and the love of Jesus to shine through our lives even when we're hurting. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.